Welcome to the Pope on Film. I am Bunny Williams, and with me is I am the Pope in question. My name is Reverend May Lynn. I am the founder of the Church of Ed Wood, which is an actual thing worth a Google. It is episode 447 of this podcast, and we are ready and raring to go. This is a big, big episode. It's the day of the show, y'all. And we have got a full freaking episode of the podcast today. Super excited. So we have a monologue, of course, which is probably, you know, it. Not telling tales out of school or nothing. This is probably the most important monologue that we have ever done. Yes. Ever. So just it, uh, be prepared for that. So then uh, our history section, our, educa- our educationally uneducational history section, uh, historic approximations. That's a two-parter. A two-parter. <laughs> We'll be doing part one today and part two in our next episode. Very excited about that. That's a big one. And uh, our movie this week, uh, which is right over here. Yes. Yes. Here Over here. Yes. Over here. Over here. Our movie this week is the obscure 1982 horror film Bloodbeat. And I really like the movie. Because it's very relatable. It is extremely relatable. Bunny, don't you just hate it when your psychic mom uses her psychic mind powers to spy on you having sex with your girlfriend who is secretly the reincarnation of a vengeful samurai spirit and who makes murders happen with her orgasms? Don't you just hate that when that happens? I I hate that what ha- when that happens. But what I really hate more is when she asks me, what do I think of her painting? Yeah, here's another thing that I hate. That I I absolutely hate. I don't mind having uh, poltergeists in my kitchen. I don't mind that. What I do mind is when you start throwing Pepsi and tab cans at me. Those are expensive. Yes. Those are expensive. Do they even make tab anymore? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't... have anymore. Oh. Man. Okay. So well, it really, I, I, and there's probably no reason because tab was owned by Coke. Yeah. So yeah, it's just Coke. So this movie, it, 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 it may exist in a strange ethereal kind of plane. That's a good point. You know, where it just morphed into another product. Yeah. Uh, This week is going to be a big episode. Very excited. So let's get things started. Buddy! Yes! I'm doing this from my (laughs) wife's bedroom. Because we were going to... that what's going on there? Yes, we were going to have... my daughter Amber's boyfriend's boyfriend Jonathan's cousin has a baby and the baby was going to come over and the baby was going to come over in the morning but then the baby couldn't come over in the was, morning was the baby so, driving uh, yeah 
Yeah. Okay. Baby driver. Uh, that's my baby. S- fuck your baby. So, uh, oh, what's the name of the guy who was the Punisher? He had that great line. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't see me again, I'm fucking dead. Yeah. And then he leaves the elevator. I love that. John, so, John Bernthal or something. Yes, 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 yes. So he, so the baby is arriving in like a half hour. And so that means that I can't be super, I can't be super loud and cussy out in the living room. So my wife said that I could do it in our bedroom. Uh, let me just turn off the blur, my background. It's a lot. It, it there's a lot behind me. You got a pile of clothes here and some towels and yoga and a bunch of papers. So just for everyone's benefit, we're keeping the blur my background feature on. Okay, no 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 no. It's a lot, but it's only a lot differently. It's always a lot. That's there a good point. My background a is a lot. When it's not a lot. Yeah. But to this make my just wife a lot feel better differently yeah to make my wife feel better let's just do a virtual avatar there you go i'm in space space podcast yes in color so bunny yes this is without a doubt absolutely serious totally serial no bs this this opening segment bunny Bunford, Bunningham, Timothy Bunsfield. (laughs) This opening that you are listening to right now with your ear holes is beyond a shadow of a doubt. The single most important podcast opening in the near decade-long history of the podcast. There is a baby in here. There is a baby in here. I, I'm not going to show the baby on the podcast because I don't think that the baby has signed a waiver. Your arm has just magically <laughs> appeared. That's uh, Yeah, there are body parts just appearing all around you and flickering. Just like yeah, space. it's pretty crazy. Yeah. In space, no one can hear you podcast. Yes. Is baby's foot? Yes, that's the baby's foot. (laughs) Come on, let's face it. In America, nobody can hear us podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, this segment, this opening, it's the most important monologue in the near decade-long history of the Pope on Film podcast. This segment is important, dare I say, historic. Not not just uh, Mei Lin, the trans unicorn podcaster, Anna Bunnington the Mysterious. I say the name, my friends! This opener is important to mankind. To all of humanity. Yes, dear listeners, this is indeed a monumental opening. Today, we are going to be asking the big questions. Stripping away the veneer of falsehood that plagues our internet-dressed lives and getting directly to the heart of what makes us all truly human. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I just got a bit choked up there. Sorry, Bunster. Okay. 
Are you ready, Bunny? I, I, can one truly be ready? Really? Okay, okay. but I, I need to know if you're ready, Bunny. I, I am as ready as I possibly can be. Okay. Like, really ready. Like, super ready. Like, super ready, ready, Freddy, ready. Yes. As ready as possible, yes. Okay. So a few weeks ago, I got really stoned. No! Like, so stoned. Like, super stoned. And so right before I went to sleep, I'm scrolling through Facebook. Okay? I'm scrolling through Facebook. I see an ad. I see it. It was there. I saw it. I saw an ad. Okay? I saw an ad. And it said, and I swear this is true, set me up to a lie detector because I saw it and it was there and I read it. The Facebook ad read, and I quote, Explore the versatility of Tostitos. Hey. That is what the ad said. Explore. That that was an amazing effect, especially with the like planet behind you. Yeah. Thank you. Explore the versatility. Of Tostitos. Yes. So I go to sleep. I'm high. I just smoked a bit of a pre-roll. I've had a hell of a time sleeping since uh, the beginning of 2022. And the pre-roll helps me sleep. And I usually do edibles and not smoke. So I'm stoned all the way to next Thursday. And as I'm fading off to sleepy town, my mind is ruminating. It's marinating. In the chunky juices of this phrase, Bunny, I am saying it over and over again like a mantra, like I'm George Harrison, post Beatles, saying this mantra over and over again that I learned from the Surrey mystic. Explore the versatility of Tostitos. Yes. So, Bunny, uh, there's more to this story. There is more to this story. But the first question, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Tostitos. Yes. They're just fucking potato chips. They're just potato chips, Bunny. Oh, they're corn chips. They're go- oh, 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 they're corn chips. Okay. They're, they're just corn chips. Potato corn chips. is not involved. Yes, leave they are toast, Leave potatoes out of this. Yes. Potatoes have enough problems of their own. Leave them so, out. So they're just chips. They're just chips. Tostitos. However, let's take this ad at face value. Let's take it seriously. Let's give it some proper time, some proper respect. Let's really dive deep into this. Bunny, 
What is the versatility of Tostitos? Uh, poker chips leads to my, leaps to mind immediately. Hey, that's a good one. Poker you chips. know, if you okay. don't have a traditional set of poker chips, you can always use Tostitos. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, uh, you can also basically build a house of cards out of Tostitos. Okay, house of cards. Uh, there, there would be no particular advantage in that case, but you could do it. Uh, in Moon Knight, the, the bad guy whose name I forget, instead of putting broken glass in his shoes, he could have put broken Tostitos. That's a good point. Uh, would have been a lot more comfortable. And in that should be Tostitos' new catchphrase. Yeah. Tostitos, more comfortable than walking on broken glass. In the movie American Beauty, instead of a woman laying on the bed while rose petals fall on her, it could be Tostitos' chips. The reason why this pop popped into my head is that we have already so far in just 18 minutes that we've been on the air done two references to Kevin Spacey movies, and I thought I'd bump it up to a third. Yes. Well, House of Cards isn't really a movie. Three Kevin Spacey productions. Yes. Yeah. Bugs Life. I just threw that one out there. I did I didn't have a joke for that one. I thought, uh hey, if the Trekkie conventions in town and you don't have the money for the Spock years, but you've got some glue and a bag of Tostitos, you can make it happen. Yes. yes and you if can. you're hungry during the con and you don't want to have to pay like $35 for one hot dog, just eat your ear. There you go. I, now, I just saved you some bucks. This will not work with all specific Toasty die, but if you Just get the, the singular, if you get the uh, if you get a nicely shaped tostito, one that is actually triangular, you know, if the tip bends over and you get like a curly cue, not gonna work. But if you get a good tostito, you know, your ideal tostito, you could throw it like a shuriken. Nice. That is a good. That is a good idea. You can fight uh, off your enemies with a bag of Tostitos. Here's another idea. Here's another one that I had. If you're like in a school play and you have to be a devil, just you can glue a Tostito to your chin. Yes. You know? And I thought, there you go. Boom. Now you're a cheesy devil in like a in like a melodrama. Yes. Snidely whiplash. Yes. With an edible chin. Here's another one. This one's a little bit crazy. This one I actually came up with while I was high, but I was I was trying to explore the versatility of Tostitos, which is what they want us to do. And I thought, okay, what if you're a woman? And 
you're you're trying you're i don't know you're reading cosmopolitan magazine l magazine you're reading one of those listicles yeah. 50 ways to please your man and you're like honey we should do it uh how do you want me to be shaved or do you want me to be all natural and then he says, I want you to be all shaved. And so you shave down there. And then he goes, wait, no, all natural. Well, what are you going to do now? You can't just magically grow no. uh, pubic hair. But you know what you can do? You get, get just a little triangle uh -huh. of a corn chip. You glue it down there. So not only do you have like your own little, uh, what is it, a gherkin? Merkin. A merkin. Not only do you have a Merkin, but while he's down there, a little snack. Yeah. That's a pretty good idea. So already, wow, okay. Uh, Tostitos does, there is a versatility to Tostitos. Yes. Is what we have learned. Now, okay, Bunny, uh, the story is far from over, okay? So I go to sleep. So I get high. I see this ad to explore the versatility of Tostitos. I go to sleep, and I swear to you, Bunny, I had a Tostito dream! I'm in this big supermarket. It's like a never-ending supermarket. It's like a Walmart meets the back rooms, and it's just never-ending, and I'm looking for Tostitos. I gotta find Tostitos. I gotta buy a bag of Tostitos. All of my problems in my life will be solved if I can just buy a bag of Tostitos. So I'm going down the aisles of this giant, creepy, uh, other dimensional Walmart. But here's the problem. Every single aisle has chips in them. Yes. So like, oh, look, there's the toilet paper and chips. There's the cosmetics and chips. Toys, magazines, chips, every aisle. And the more I can't find the Tostitos, the more I need them the more it's a desire. I start to feel like Tostitos are the answer to everything. They're the answer to my anxiety, my depression, my sleep problems, life, the universe, and everything, Bunny. It's Tostitos. The answer isn't 42, Bunny. The answer is Tostitos. Yes. So I wake up. And I'm not exactly sure why, but I'm kind of hungry for some chips. Not sure why. Yeah. I know hungry for some chips. So I wake up and the first thing I do is I pick up my uh, tablet and I look for that dang Tostitos ad. Obviously. So I can have it as proof and use it on the podcast. Uh, well, of course I can't find it. It's just nowhere. It's not on Facebook. It's not on Google. It's not on Bing. It's not on DuckDuckGo. It's not on Ask Jeeves. It is nowhere. Just poof, finito. It's gone. I don't know where it is. I cannot find it, period. I swear to you, though, I did not imagine a Tostitos ad while I was high. Who would ever do that? Yeah. Not even the CEO of Tostitos would imagine a Tostitos ad into existence. So I swear to you, I didn't make this up. I start 
but I do start thinking after like a good 35, 40 minutes looking for this ad, is it possible that I imagined it imagined a Tostitos ad? Who gets so fucking high that they conjure a Tostitos ad out of thin air? I don't even like Tostitos, Bunny. <laughs> but Bunathan. It's Bunny for short. The full name is Bunathan. Uh I did not find the Tostitos ad. But I did find a different ad. Okay. And this one says on Facebook, and I quote, Explore the versatility of California prunes. Okay. That That makes even less sense than the Tostitos bunny. No. What the hell? I am so in the weeds. I we we did good with the Tostitos. We came up with uh, we we explored Tostitos very well. Oh, the space gene prunes. I, I got nothing. California prunes. Yes, not just prunes. Period. Specifically, prunes from California. Yeah. I like to think I, I can really think of only the one use where you take them from the closet and put them directly into the trash. Okay. I just have a great idea for an ad for the California prunes. Now imagine the California raisins, but they're prunes, but yeah. they're still the California raisins and they're there and they're doing the dancing and they go, don't you know that I heard it through the grape? Oh, I need to shit. California prunes. But they would have to but they would have to be dancing with walkers and canes. Yeah. And then right when they start singing, that's when you hear the coming from their stomachs, and it's like, oh yeah. I gotta take a dump. And then they leave, and then that's the entire commercial. California raisins. They're the next California. California prunes are the next yes. California raisins. So to summarize, Tostitos might be the ultimate answer to life, the universe, and everything. And California prunes have many uses. No doubt, this is the single most important opening segment in the history of the Pope on Film podcast. Do you think we could get a sponsorship for, either for um, California prunes or Tostitos? Yeah. The weird thing is I think that we, we deserve have, it at least. The weird thing is, is that we do have a sponsor this week, and uh, that brings us into our first ad. Today's episode of the Pope on Film podcast is brought to you by the good people at Coca Cola. Drink Coke. Ah, that no longer tastes like this. I did not want to say that. The copy that they sent us. Yes. told us to say that it's very strange they send us we've been getting these uh these uh sponsors of these big soda companies and uh, it's kind of weird the ads here's another one that they have hey did you know that if you pour soda on a corroded car battery that it will actually eat away all the corrosion now what if you put it in your fucking mouth drink coke 
That is, that is shocking. I, I do not want to use this foul language, to be clear. Yeah. Don't want to be saying these horrible things. They sent you one, Bunny. What does yours say? What does mine say? Yeah. Uh, mine says... Coke, it raises the dead. Wow. I don't know why. These are some strange ads. Why can't we just do ads for Raid Shadow Legends, like regular things on the interwebs? I don't know. But hey, uh, here's another one. Uh, Coke, it is more convenient than drinking out of the toilet. Yeah, here's another one. Drink Coke. What are you going to do? Not drink it, you bitch? I don't know why they would have us say this. <laughs> shocked. You know how much they paid us, too? It's in the six figures. It is shocking. We tried to tell them, no, hey, Coke, we don't want to be a sponsor. And they were like, no, you, you're going to. They threatened my family. The problem is the decimal places place placement yeah. in that yeah. six figures it's like it's like a peso yeah. it's like a peso really quick before we get the uh, 10 minute warning there are two movies that i saw uh since our last episode of the podcast and i wanted to touch on them a little bit yes uh but not inappropriately first off babylon i saw 2022's babylon one of two movies that uh, starred Margot Robbie last year that didn't do the best at the box office. Uh, it's a look at the early days of Hollywood. Uh, first off, it's three hours and nine minutes long. Jesus. Really? That, it's long. It is long. And the movie started at 7.35, but when you go to an AMC theater, there's 20 minutes of ads before the movie actually starts. So I'm just there texting. The movie started at 7.35 and it's 10.20 and I'm still here and I don't know when I'm going to leave and I miss my family. <laughs> um, This movie is like a Oscar nominee and it's up for all of these awards and all of this stuff. Um, surprisingly effing filthy yeah. wow wow within the first five minutes an elephant shits over two Mexican men and a naked woman pees on the naked body and inside the mouth of a naked fat man and there's a big ass orgy with a bunch of full frontal nudity in the first Five minutes of Babylon. Okay. It, it's really shocking. You know, like a, you know, like old timey Hollywood, like fatty Arbuckle Hollywood. Yes. That's what the movie's about. Back in the early days when it was just like the Wild West and anything goes and people are drinking and, and going wild. And at first I didn't like it because the movie's just so freaking long, but it was one of those movies where it's like, the next day, two days later, three days later, I'm still thinking about this movie. I I think I liked it. I, this was the first film in a long time where I've been listening to the score. Really? I don't know when the last time was I cared about the score of a movie, but oh man, I love the score of Babylon because so much of the uh so much of the soundtrack to the movie Babylon is warning. just Hyperactive jazz music done by 
by high people. And it, it so a lot of the music is just like ragtime done by Dave Brubeck, but he's on a shit ton of cocaine. And that's the soundtrack to Babylon. Okay. The movie didn't do too great at the box office, but I think that if they just advertised, hey, Babylon is in theaters now. What's that? You don't want to see it? What if we told you Margot Robbie vomits into an older man's mouth? Yeah, you kind of want to pay $9 now. So come on down and see Babylon. There are people who would pay to see that. Yes, there are. So that was Babylon. I also saw Skinamarink. All right, yeah, I, I don't even know what that is. Okay, so remember last year when Terrifier 2 came out and they made it for like $250,000, but it made like $10 million at the box office, and everyone's like, oh my goodness, this is, this is the next big thing, a small-budget horror movie that broke through the slick Hollywood veneer and all of that sort of stuff. Okay. Um, Skinamarink is this year's Terrifier 2. It is a low-budget horror movie done literally for about $17,000. There are only four people who act in the entire film. You don't see anyone's face. It's primarily shots of walls and paintings on walls and people's feet, and you can barely hear what's going on, and it's all grainy, And but it's also kind of creepy as fuck but it's the cheapest movie in the world and it's made about a million dollars at the box office and so i said oh i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it uh someone sent me a uh bootleg copy of it and i watched it and the the critics love it the critics are saying oh this what a bold artistic choice but in reality, is it a bold artistic choice, or is this just what they could afford? Yes. Anyway, it, it's a real polarizing film. Either you're scared to death of it, or it's one of the worst movies you ever saw. A lot of critics so are comparing... So it's the new Blair Witch. Yeah, a lot of critics are calling it the new Blair Witch, and I have to agree, because some people will obsess over every frame while others will angrily demand their money back with the strength of a million Karens. The movie's kind of shit. But this is the new thing. A small-budget horror movie makes hits the big time. It's playing at my small-ass movie theater. Yeah. And this movie is like nothing. It's one of those movies where it's like, this is horrible. When are we doing this for the podcast? It was one of those movies. <laughs> it is really bizarre. And and the thing is, is that I didn't like it. It gave me a, a, a headache. Oh, in the beginning, it says uh, all of the cartoons used in this film are in the public domain and were downloaded from archive.org. And the first thing that ran through my mind is, want to be a member is going to be in this. You don't have that as an opening credit. Yeah. And you don't use uh, Bimbo. No. And they fucking do. I got so excited. I was like, <laughs> yes! Want to be a member? Want to be a member? <laughs> I, was so, I was so excited. But the thing is, is that the movie is super cheap and it's kind of crappy. And everyone has to see it. It's like an event. It's so bad. 
that like I feel like I've been through something that I can share with other people. And I I I saw it while whacked out of my mind on pain pills from the uh surgery that I had. Yeah. So like I really didn't like it, but call me crazy. I might go see it in theaters this week. It, okay. It's it feels like a dream. It's not good, it's not bad, it's an experience, and I really think that everyone should see it, and then we can talk about how much we loved it or hated it. I kind I kind of it regardless of how I feel well, about the movie. Send, send me I, that bootleg. Let's start okay. there. <laughs> okay. I as much as I dislike the movie. I support anyone who manages to make a horror movie for $17,000 and somehow gets it in like a thousand screens in America. I I support this movie. Yes. It kind of sucks, but I support it. It's the same way I felt about Terrifier and Terrifier 2. I don't know how you got this in this many movies, but good for you and I support you. I don't like your movie, but I support you and your filmmaking endeavors. Yes. So those are the two movies that I saw this week. Skinema Rink this weekend has expanded to a crap ton of theaters. It's playing all over the place. And uh, there's a there's a bootleg somewhere. And I sh- I was watching it and Natasha came in and said, uh, this is a horrible bootleg. And I'm like, that's the thing. This is just how the movie looks. This was made, <laughs> this was made for $17,000. This is one of those movies that teaches you that anyone can be a filmmaker. So, uh, Skinamarink, it's it's an experience that everyone should live through, and and I fully believe that. Support independent movies. This is as independent as you can get. It's like someone went to David Cronenberg and say, "Here is a video camera that I found. It's from 1987. You have exactly 24 hours to make the movie Poltergeist, but." You can't leave the house. You have to only use your family and you can't show anyone's face. And David Cronenberg said, okay, let me just do a little bit of weed and I'll crank this movie out. And that's okay. Skinamarink. That's Skinamarink. It is very bizarre. There's hardly any dialogue. You don't see anyone's face. It is, it's, it's like an experimental horror film. And there okay. are some people there are some people out there for whom this movie is just scaring the living shit out of them and I just wasn't that person. So there you go. But for some people it is literally an absolute nightmare of a movie to go see. Because it, 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 it the movie won't show you what's happening. It'll show you a corner of the of the ceiling while something is happening and you won't see who's talking. You'll barely hear what they're saying. And also the camera will just stay there for way too long and it'll start creeping you the fuck out. It feels like a nightmare. Wait, wait, wait. Are you literally a fly on the wall in that case? Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. I don't know who stars in this movie. You never see them. It's just two little kids and their two parents. And then the, the plot of the entire movie is these kids woke up, their parents were gone, along with all the doors and windows in the house. Okay, now put that into an hour and 45 minutes. That's the movie Skinner Marine. Okay. 
some people they're getting the sh- literal shit scared out of them. I wasn't that person, but I I I I support your hustle, filmmakers. Good for you. So uh, that's our monologue this week. It was about Tostitos and prunes. And uh, hey, if you're at the supermarket and you see some Tostitos, you should consider exploring their versatility because they might be the answer to everything. So that is the lesson. But fuck prunes. Fuck prunes. Fuck prunes. We have established this. Fuck prunes. This is the fuck prunes episode of the podcast. This so is we are going to pro Tostito podcast. Heck yeah. So we are going to take a short break. When we come back, we are going to have our educationally uneducational segment, historic approximations. Today, we are going to be talking about a, a big time movie. The surprising film that it is based on and the protests that occurred as a result of this movie. It is part one of a two-parter. We're doing a two-parter, and I'm very excited about both of these parts. But before we get to any of that, maybe we should take a break. Should we take a break? We should take a break. Okay. We will be right back with more of the Popon film after this. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Do 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 do. Come on, more snappy, more jazzy. Come on, come on. Doc Severinsen it up. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Skitty pop a doo out. Nice. <laughs> 